Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about what does and doesn't work when it comes to cleaning your teeth, according to research, the world's loneliest whale, and the best way to argue with your partner so you both walk away happy. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Good dental hygiene can seem complicated. There are so many things to do and products to buy that are supposed to promote healthy teeth and gums. But how much of that really works? Well, never fear. Curiosity Daily is here to help you separate tooth truth from mouth myth. Ashley got that in the first take, by the way. So (laughs) very impressive. First off, all this information comes from a study performed by the University at Buffalo's Dental School. In October 2021, they published a review of the evidence supporting various dental care practices. So, what did they find? Well, let's start with the proven things first. As you might expect, the best thing you can do for your dental health is to use a basic, regular old toothbrush. The researchers found that your run-of-the-mill toothbrush does a pretty great job of keeping tabs on plaque buildup that could farm gum disease-causing microbes. As far as cleaning between teeth, They found that interdental toothbrushes work really well. These toothbrushes look sort of like pipe cleaners, and they're really good at getting between your teeth. Water picks have quite a bit of solid evidence backing them up, too. These things are electric devices that use water to fire hose food particles out from between your teeth and beneath your gums. And finally, they found that certain mouthwashes do a pretty bang-up job of keeping a mouth clean, too. There are three things to look for that get the researcher's stamp of approval, in case you want to write these down. There are mouthwashes that are based on essential oils, like Listerine, those that contain the compound CPC, like the Crest Pro Health line of mouthwashes, and those that contain the compound CHX, which are available by prescription. Other things were not super supported by evidence. They found that electric toothbrushes only perform as well as basic toothbrushes. Things like probiotics and supplements don't perform well in experimental trials either. Mouthwashes based on ingredients like tea tree oil, green tea oil, and hydrogen peroxide aren't going to pull their hygienic weight. Finally, and you might be surprised to hear this, but flossing? That's in the maybe column. The researchers warn that this isn't a reason to stop doing it, so don't toss your floss just yet. Instead, they say there isn't much evidence to support flossing on its own simply because it's almost always studied alongside brushing. But given that interdental brushes get a glowing review, you might try subbing those in for your roll of floss instead. In the end, dental care is simple. Just brush your teeth, clean between your teeth, and maybe use a little mouthwash. They say that one is the loneliest number, but there's a strong case for another number 52. 52 Blue is the name of the loneliest whale on the planet. He is an animal that has captivated imaginations, inspired songs, and is loved more than he can ever know. And in case you haven't heard it, here's the story of why we think he's so lonely. During the Cold War, the U.S. Navy built an extensive array of top-secret underwater microphones to monitor submarine movement. In 1989, this system picked up a sound coming from deep underwater that was clearly not from a sub. They had no idea what the sound was, but they kept hearing it. Well, after the Cold War ended, the Navy turned over those mystery recordings 
to the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute. It was there that a bioacoustics researcher named William Watkins determined that the sound was coming from a whale, and a pretty unique one. This is where 52 Blue's name comes in. For more than 30 years, 52 has been known only by his call, which has a fundamental frequency of 52 hertz. That's about the pitch of the A-flat, two octaves below middle C. It's low to human ears, but it's nearly twice as high as other whale songs. For example, the fin whale typically calls at 20 hertz, which is right at the threshold of human hearing. And the blue whale has a sweeping call that ranges from 10 to 40 hertz. Here's a recording of Blue 52's call, sped up a little bit to make it easier to hear. Fifty-two has spent decades roaming the Pacific Ocean, calling out to other whales that can never and will never respond. It's not that other whales can't hear the song. It probably just sounds like a foreign language to them. Scientists have no idea what species 52 Blue might be. He's very likely a hybrid between a blue whale and a fin whale based on his yearly migration pattern, but it's hard to say. In fact, we're not even 100% sure he's male. But since his discovery, 52 has become a kind of icon to many people who see their own loneliness and alienation reflected in his solitary existence. Searches for him have spawned documentaries, books, art, and even a song by the K-pop group BTS called Whalian 52. He's so loved and appreciated, but he'll never know. Instead, he keeps singing his song into the inky ocean, hoping this will finally be the time someone sings back. You can't avoid arguing with your partner. I mean, even the happiest couples need to work certain things out sooner or later. And that's why we thought you might appreciate some advice for getting the most out of your arguments, whether you're coupled up or not. Here's a story we originally ran in 2018, remastered just for you. According to a new study from just last month, you can turn petty bickering into productive conversations by changing the way you approach arguments with your significant other. So this study looked at good and bad fights. Good fights are productive and they have resolutions and nobody really gets sarcastic or ends up crying. And bad fights are not productive, they're not resolved, and sarcasm and tears are often involved. So the key to having a good argument is a concept called argument interdependence. And that's when both people are treating the disagreement like it's something they can solve together and one person isn't getting blamed or bullied. The best arguments were the ones where participants were collaborating to find a solution. And on the flip side, the bad arguments were more about dominance where both people were trying to win the argument or change the other person's behavior or even hurt the partner or end the relationship. So to turn your couple fights into healthy conversations, you should look at them like obstacles for both of you instead of competitions against each other and just try to work together and hopefully you can stay happy. I've also noticed this is an excellent way to communicate with coworkers and especially bosses. 
Oh, interesting. In a lot of my past jobs, you think you have a solution to something, and sometimes it can become a no do it my way, no do it my way. But if you've got the same goal, which technically literally all coworkers have, right? Right. If you work for a company with somebody, you just by definition have the same goal because you both are serving the same overlords. Yeah. I think where you get in trouble is when you think that the other person is just out for themselves or when you feel like the person doesn't respect you as a worker or as a partner. Yeah. And you feel like you need to prove that. And if that's the situation, then, you know, that's something else to fix before you can actually have a productive conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Egos can get people in trouble. Yep. All right. Well, let's recap the main things we learned today. We learned that evidence says these things can help you keep your mouth healthy. Using a basic toothbrush, cleaning between your teeth with an interdental brush or a water pick, and using a mouthwash that contains essential oils, CPC or CHX. In the not-as-great column, electric toothbrushes don't really work any better than basic ones, and fancy substances containing probiotics, tea tree oil, and hydrogen peroxide don't work all that well either. And finally, flossing is in the maybe column. You don't need to stop doing it, but you might try out an interdental brush just to see how you like it. And when you wake up in the morning and it's quarter to three, you brush your teeth. You brush your teeth. And Ashley, do you know what you do when you wake up in the morning and it's quarter to four? What do you do? You brush your teeth. Oh, that's a lot of teeth brushing. <laughs> Very early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> those times, I don't know if I can maintain that kind of lifestyle. Come to think of it, those times don't really, yeah, they don't really track with normal <laughs> schedules. Wait, remind me, is that from Sesame Street? That seems like it's from Sesame Street. It's from my childhood is where it is. What is it? I Kindergarten, preschool. I was very little. We have to figure this out. Oh, it's Raffi. It's Raffi. I was not raised on Raffi, but I do remember that song. So it, it got in there somewhere. Yeah, I don't remember Raffi singing it specifically. I just remember singing it with my parents because it was a really fun song. I haven't even sung it to my kid yet. I sing it to my wife sometimes. <laughs> it's really catchy. Well, I don't know if you know this about me, but I actually really love like dental research because there's not that much of it. It's really surprising how little evidence there is for a bunch of our dental practices, which is why a lot of things end up coming out to say that, like, actually, we're not really sure about flossing or actually, maybe you don't need to get your wisdom teeth out. And it's cool that lately there's been a real push to make dentistry more evidence-based and uh i just love when studies come out that tell me which things i'm doing are based in evidence and which aren't it's super cool yeah and at the very least now you won't be so fooled by marketing tactics which are pretty intense yeah and we learned that 52 blue or the 52 hertz whale is a whale that spent decades roaming the pacific ocean alone calling out to whales that will never respond his call is much higher than other whales, so it probably sounds like a foreign language to them. Scientists aren't sure of his species or even of his sex, but either way, his story has inspired documentaries, books, art, and even a K-pop song. Lonely, lonely, lonely whale. Iroke Honja Norabula. <laughs> I love K-pop. It is like sunshine in music form. Oh man, don't get me started on K-pop. 
I was at a friend's house with a really nice VR setup. Too late, you got me started. And he has Beat Saber. And I played this song by KDA, which is actually an anime pop group. Like they don't, they're not real. I mean, their singers are real, but like the, the avatars of like video game characters. It's like a K-pop group slash marketing campaign for League of Legends. <laughs> and like their songs are, I've literally been listening to their songs. They only have like eight songs. I've been listening to them on repeat nonstop for at least two weeks. So yeah. Nice. K-pop's the best. KDA. Look them up. And we learned that if you want to have a productive argument with your partner, then make sure you're both treating your disagreement like something you can solve together. This is called argument interdependence, and it's a lot healthier than arguments where one person is blaming or bullying the other or, you know, trying to win. So look at your partner as a collaborator, not as an obstacle, and you'll both walk away a lot better off. I use this all the time with my wife about parenting, right? She'll be like, you know, I think our baby needs this. And I'm like, I also think our baby needs this. However, I think that this is how we should accomplish that thing. And that's so helpful because like, then you both know you're already aligned on that goal, right? You're already in agreement about something. And it's just, yeah, it's just good. It's good. Yeah. So do that. We're all on the same team. Today's writers were Cameron Duke and Joni Folletto. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Join us again when you wake up in the morning and it's quarter to three to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Stay curious.